Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your guest, your host. I'm not a guest today. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My guest is Jackie Cote. She's a bit of a nomad. She travels around a great deal. Why? Well, we're going to find out all about that. But, you know, we always want to know what the why shows, uh, shows are all about. I mean, why do people do what they do? Why are they driven to do this? And she says her why is to help as many women uh, possible to awaken to their empower of who they are, who they're meant to be on this earth, so that they can create the freedom lives and uh, exponentially impact the world through their journeys. This all starts with first loving yourself fully, unapologetically, showing the world who you really are, being someone who is very successful in leadership management in the chaotic world of restaurants. She always knew what it was meant to be more and doing her own thing, but just didn't know how uh, or what or how. Once she was shown the possibilities of coaching and mentoring and her, her own business, the whole world changed in a moment. Your freedom life is waiting for you. What is freedom life? Well, she is a freedom empowerment mentor, international speaker, Ivory adventurist with over 30 years in leadership management in the restaurant business. She suddenly got fired one day and it ended up being the best day of her life. After mentoring, and developing over 300 le leaders in their career to new levels, uh, she decided to take her gifts to the world and, uh, with her own business. And she now mentors ambitious professionals who no longer believe in the hustle and the grind, but aren't quite sure how to get out of what they're losing this, uh, sorry, not, but aren't quite sure how to get out of what, uh, without losing success, what they've already built, but rather carrying it forward. After working with Jackie, you start doing what you are meant to do and being who you are meant to be and doing is instead of doing the no shoulds here, no shoulds is allowed, just the passion and the drive of what you want to do, living unapologetically, finding that beautiful instrument that you are, igniting it and putting it into gear welcome to the show jackie uh thank you so much sarah for having me i've been so looking forward to this ever since we connected on the 262 project <clears throat> so excited uh, yeah, me too, very much so, because your inspirational talk was wonderful. And uh, for people who don't know what the 262 is, on the 8th of every month, uh, if you just go to selfdiscoverywisdom.com up to events, you can sign up for it there. And it is eight hours of insp inspirational speakers that will illuminate your lives. And Jackie is one, and I do the podcasts of all these wonderful people, so I'm the lucky person. And you're lucky to be listening, because we learn best from people who have taken the journey. They've crashed and burned or they've got back up out of the ashes. They've said no to something that they've worked all their life on saying, no, it's not for me. There's got to be something more. You know, when, when we land on our backside, it's not about you landed in the doo-doo. How are you going to get back up? How are you going to get back up? What are you going to do now? Right? And as you said, the best day of your life was losing your job. 
And funny enough, that's that's a kind of a, a theme from many, many people. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have left on their own accord. Because mm-hmm. sensibility, I've got a good paycheck, it's a good job. Will I get something out? All that chatter, 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 the shirts, right? And then it's taken out of your hands. You're fired, it's come to an end. And now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That is, that is, it's funny when I say that because I get so many heads nodding, like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of heads nodding, go, I have the heads going, gosh, I wish. You know, and they almost, I almost wish they could get just let go and step into that next stage. Um, <clears throat> but it's scary because it is the safe thing to do. And yeah. our brain likes to stay in the safe of what we know. And it doesn't really want to operate. It doesn't, it, can't, it doesn't know how to operate in the unknown of what's possible until we make it yes. possible, until we make it a vision, right, that we can really feel and step into. And and that's one of my biggest passions. What I love doing with people is helping them create that vision of, of what's possible and next, because that was for me two months before I got fired. Mm. And I, I, you know, everything in the universe happens exactly the way it's supposed to happen yeah. in life. And I, I met the coaching world after 20, gosh, 29 years, 20, almost 30 years. Um, but I met the coaching world two months before I got let go through a friend of mine who was weirdly happy on Facebook, right? Like one of those, like <laughs> they were unhappy and all of a sudden they were like, like totally different happy. And I was like, interesting. I was like, what are you doing? What's going on? And he mm-hmm. told me, he's like, he met this world. Cause I only knew um, football coach, soccer coach, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know like there was these things called life coaches and business coaches. And, and when I saw the possibility, I was like, well, heck, you know, I'm, I hadn't been in school since 94. So I was like, let's just go back to school for a little bit and get a, get a certification for this thing and check it out. And then, and within like a week of like the material, I was like, what? Like Mm. I can do everything that I've been doing, Mm -hmm. all my gifts I can put into my own business. Like Mm -hmm. I never knew this existed. And when we discover, like, I think a lot of us know we have these gifts that we're so naturally and organically, but we don't trust that we can do something bigger with them. Right. Uh And so we just kind of me, you know, someone else. It's not for me. (laughs) Who am I? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I, we always say like, whatever comes easy to you is really what you're meant to be doing kind of thing in in this world and whatever capacity, whether it's nonprofit, for profit, whatever it is. And, um, and when, because I tell that possibility it had been two months in and I was just like, okay, six months until I finished this uh, certification. I was like, and then I'll start my business. Well, then two months in, I got let go from my career. And, and, and like you said in the thing, we won't leave unless yeah, like the known, unless we have something that kind of like pushes us out. But if I didn't have that possibility, that mm-hmm. vision of what's possible, I would have automatically gone and got another job. But here's the funny thing, Sarah, I actually applied for jobs and I got three offers and I turned one down. I turned number two down after like, and they were going to pay me more than what I was getting paid. And I had this, but I had this knowing I'm like, there's more, there's more like, like stay, stay. And the third one was a guy that used to work with me at a previous company. Cause I worked for companies like Starbucks, Outback, Potbelly, Pava is more East coast, but long story short, like he said to me, he goes, I'd hire you. I don't need to interview you, but what do you really want to do? And when he asked that question, I was like, oh, I want to open my business and I want to do this. I'm not ready. And I was like a kid in a candy store. And he was like, great. He goes, how much money do you have saved up? Mm. And I was like, I've got like, I had some money in my savings and I had cleared my credit cards for a bit, um, but I wasn't ready to like blow it all out and charge everything up. At least I didn't think I was ready. 
but he goes, great. He goes, how long can you live on that? And I had decided to go all in. So I was selling my house. I was cutting my expenses in half and I was going to build this business while I had a job. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I'm not going to hire you today. He goes, I want you to come back to me in a year. He goes, I want you to go try it, see what happens. And if you don't have it, I'll give you a job guaranteed. And I was like, permission granted <laughs> so like that like right yes <laughs> how yes. many times do we not give ourselves light. permission <laughs> yes. yes he saw this belief in me that i at the moment i was still obviously mm. new to it i didn't i needed i needed to borrow his belief in me at that moment mm. and and that permission because i wasn't giving myself full-on permission i still was like and if anybody's ever been in the restaurant business listening to this, you know, it's hard work. It's a lot of hours. There's really not a lot of time to build a side gig. No. <laughs> Just build a side business. No, no. So when he said that to me, I said, thank you. Um, and I appreciate you. And I'm, I'm mad that you're not hiring me, but I'm also happy that, you, that you're not hiring me. Right. You know, and, and from that point on, I, I decided that, well, if he believes in me, I'm just going to borrow that and I'm going to do what I can do. And I built the business from there, but not right away. Right, right away. <laughs> well, let's look at the word permission. Because it's actually huge. You know, we will make every excuse in the book, but face that permission. And the permission, he, he, all he did was ignite the permission inside of you. He gave you that alternative, right? Ultimately, it's the permission we have to give ourselves. Do I give myself permission to take this risk, to take this chance? But when you look at the restaurant business, and I've been in it too, I've owned a restaurant, my son owns a restaurant. Every day is a is a gamble. You know, <laughs> are people going to come in? Are, you, are we going to get the food supply? You know, are the servers going to turn up? Are they going to end up dancing on the table? You know, every day <laughs> there is something in the restaurant business, right? I've heard that one before. Oh, no, it. believe me. Yes, yes. Yeah, we, we, we came back from dinner one time to find one of our waitresses dancing on the table. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we own a pizza. Other episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, the things that you never thought of, I often said we should have written a book because, you know, it would be so you want to open a restaurant, huh? <laughs> Things you need to know. <laughs> but I think, you know, what we yes. need to look at, you know, and, and the permission comes from it, you were more than capable of doing the work you were doing. And the skills and the knowledge that you picked up along the way, all you had to do is give yourself permission to apply it to your business, not somebody else's. But it takes us a long yes. time to get to that permission, doesn't it? It does. And that's why I, I like to just kind of highlight early on when we have mentors and people that believe yeah. in us, like, like borrow, I, the biggest thing is holding that gift of belief for me to, when I was promoting all those people and moving them up through the ranks in the industry that they, they were like, I couldn't do that. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I believe you can. So borrow mine until you get there. And then when you get there, I'm going to raise the bar again. So get ready. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to raise that gift of belief even higher. And, and, um, and that, that, I remember saying like, well, like, what's your why when you were like doing this? And I was like, I want to be able to do what I want when I want, whenever I want, without having to ask for permission from anyone mm-hmm. for like time off or anything, mm-hmm. but for myself too, I realized how much there's like a light that gets shined on when you take, when you take the leap that goes, yes. all right, are you going to give yourself permission to be seen? Mm-hmm. Are you going to give yourself permission that your message is like, is worth to be heard? Like people need to hear your message. Are you going to give yourself permission to ask for money? Yeah. You know, so this light is being sh- shown on all of the ways that we don't give ourselves permission, permission to, 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 to do something different than anyone in your family has ever done. 
you know, there's so much and you're, and so you're right. We don't give ourselves permission or permission to, (laughs) I can even go deeper or permission to feel our feelings, permission to, to celebrate our feelings. (laughs) Or even the fact that we're actually scared doodleless, you know, that this is a scary thing and that, yes, Yes. you know, can I do it? Should I do it? Am I being responsible? I mean, the arguments that you have with yourself. Right. Right. And, but, but, the, but on the other side, there's another voice going, yes, but yes, but yes, but sit on your butt, sit on your butt. Right. Get Get all the negatives out. Get all the I, I can't I, get it all out. All right. <laughs> now look at what you have in your hand. Years mm. of experience. Right. The, the do's and the don'ts in, in business. What have you been missing? The passion. The mm-hmm. passion. Mm-hmm. Does your job make you feel passionate about what you're doing? And, you know, <laughs> what? what's the difference between a solopreneur or a small entrepreneur to kind of working in a big corporate? Passion. Right? Mm-hmm. How, how many people do you know working in corporate type businesses or chain restaurants or anything else that I'm passionate about my job? But when you mm-hmm. talk to them about their own business, even if they may be struggling and it's taking every moment of their day, they're passionate about it. And I think that's what is the missing link and so many people what is the because when the passion is there it's the driving force Mm -hmm. yes 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 and it's it's so interesting because people say well what kept you in that industry for so long because i was the i was the kid who i was the only kid in my family who left jersey who didn't get the 2.5 2.5 kids picket fence by the house like engi- engineering kids, yeah i know i know it's just, I, I just think it's cute you know, so there's a like half a kid running somewhere right, <laughs> right. Uh, and like they um they're all in jersey still mm. and then there is me who was post-college i graduated and tried to teach and came home to jersey for a year and i was like nothing feels right here right now so i i left and i traveled the country and did different things with in the restaurants where the restaurant business kind of came into my blood it came into my blood at 15 when i ran a bakery in jersey as a 15 year old they gave me the keys which you know is it's not legal to have someone under the age of 16 running something at night alone <laughs> she looks we do 16. a lot of we do a lot of illegal things in jersey right <laughs> so let's just leave that there um but but that um but as i like was in the restaurant industry and traveling the thing that lit me up the passion that you spoke about passion was the people and people always question me like why do you keep promoting people like why do you keep like like helping them and then they they leave you they're their best people like don't you want to keep them to run your restaurant and i was like no because i wouldn't be here i won't stay unless i can promote people because my passion was to help people go to next levels, make more money, have more time freedom, spend more time with their kids, buy houses, do the things that they want to do in their life and feel the passion of what they're meant to be doing, what they love to be doing. And I could only do it so much, right? In a job, but the rest, the cool thing about the restaurant industry, you do, you can be a freer than you can in a corporate America job because I get to like act like it's my restaurant. So I always had that entrepreneurial spirit in me that passion in me that was like i they swore they were going to put my name above the starbucks logo they were going to put like jackie's place <laughs> and above the cava and above the pot belly like they're like i treated it like it was my own yeah but i was still scared to take the leap because i didn't know how to make it my own and i was still scared to do a restaurant on god bless you and your family because it mm. is yes, write no, that it's book a hard job. it's a very hard write job. that book yes i know <laughs> yeah it was scary to take that leap and there was something that kept pulling me back from not doing that and not doing that i looked at restaurant paths i looked at places and i kept pulling me back and um and because the passion wasn't the passion for all the pieces wasn't there 
And then when I saw this, I saw the ability to have the time freedom, the, the, the ability to, if I work harder, I make more money. Whereas for years I was told you can only make this much. Mm. So there was a cap to that. There was a cap to a lot of things. And I, my first six months after getting fired, I took off and I traveled seven different places for two days, five days, seven days, and went to seven different places. And I was like, there's no job that would let me do that in six months. Right. Like there is no job underneath someone else's um, control that, that would let me do that. And I was, from that point on, I tasted the freedom and I would mm. never go back. Exactly. I knew at that point, I was like, I can't go back. Um, so that leap became much more, um, my passion got even higher for yes. what I wanted to create. Because now that I, became I, more directed. This, I was like, yeah. And I yeah. wanted more people to feel this. Yes, exactly. I wanted more people to like get what it is that we just created. So yeah. thank you for bringing up the passion because it's so important. I think it is really impressive. I mean, in my son, it's in his blood because his father and I owned a restaurant. I grew up in working in restaurants as well as many other things because I'm one of these dip into many pies type of thing. But <laughs> this, the thing about the restaurant business, you know, if I always say for him, when somebody goes out with a smile on the face and a smile in the stomach, he's happy. Right. And if his staff, you know, have left the big restaurants to come and work in his little one because they feel seen, heard and valued there, he's happy. But, you know, it also had to be that balance he had to find. And this is the thing in any business. When you're starting out, you're going to pour everything into it. And you've got to remember to find the balance. And I remember saying to him when he was opening his restaurant, which actually this Sunday is uh, six years. I remember saying to him, yeah, I know I'm going through COVID and broken Achilles heel and numerous other things. And yeah, he's, he's been doing very well and and does catering as well. So he caters a great deal for his community. Um, But I remember saying to him, you know, it's like having twins. And then I actually went away for a while when I came back and he said, no, you lied. It's like having triplets. (laughs) Now he says it's like (laughs) having quads, you know, (laughs) and and that's the thing is, Whatever you're pouring yourself into, know what you are getting into and know that initially it's going to take a lot from you and be prepared to do mm-hmm. that. But as you get in, then you gather a rhythm, then you go, you know what? I now have empowered somebody else to take the reins on this because leaders should create leaders, should leaders that are good leaders will create leaders, right? And then in right. their own leadership, they can now give you that time you need. But initially, you're pouring mm. a lot of time into your business, aren't you? Yes. So so here's my, my first nine months of my business you just described perfectly. <laughs> I designed my business the same way the restaurant used to work me. So I would work days, nights, weekends. Like I always had that schedule because <clears throat> you work a lot and you work all the time in the restaurant business in all different places. Yes. So I took that same belief system into running my own business and I was meeting everybody and I was all in and I was having all these amazing discovery calls and, and all these things. And nine months in with my one-on-one coach, I'm like, okay, I am working hard and I'm doing a lot of things and I was not making that money. Mm-hmm. I wasn't bringing in like income and clients weren't enrolling. Well, here's, we analyze the situation. So there's two things that I learned from this part and, and it flipped from September, 2019 to October, November, December. 
the first thing I learned was that I wasn't making offers because I had these money stories that were telling me that yes. if they gave me money, they were helping me become successful and I don't need any help becoming successful. So I can just do this on my own. <laughs> how silly, out loud does that sound? I know, right? I know. Was, and I, how were you listening to that one? Yes. <laughs> right. And I, I didn't even realize, and, and that's why like, it's so important to have a mentor that can yes. see what you can't see and read that yes. label on the jar because yeah. you're stuck in the jar. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. And as soon as I heard that one, I flipped it. <laughs> And I started making offers. So I started right. making money, right? The second thing was she said, well, what schedule do you really want to work? Because I heard the words, I'm working hard mm. out of your mouth. And do you want to change that that story from the restaurant industry of 30 years? And I was like, well, yeah, I do. And I did create more like, over the years because I got I was smarter, not harder. And like you said, I worked through people and I empowered other people and all that stuff. And I was a, I was a master of creating teams and yada, yada. But I, I didn't, in my own business, I didn't see, I was in this scarcity mode of like, I need to like do all the things and everything. So I wasn't trusting in the process. I wasn't trusting in self. So she said, well, what if we, what's your schedule? I said, I want 10 to four, Monday through Thursday, no Friday, Saturday, Sundays, no nights. And I went like off and she was like, hey, let's do it. And I was like, what? Are you crazy? Uh, so, so she goes, don't schedule anything more than what you already have on your October schedule. She's like, if anyone asks you, you're going to have to push it out, push it out to like December. And I was like, what? So my schedule got smaller and Sarah, I don't know about you, but I didn't know the concept of being. And yeah. like, there's, we, we have the doing and the having, right? Yeah. Like we go to a job, we make money. We do, we have, we work, we make money. I had no concept of the third part of this process of yes. being. So she's like, all the, I said, what do I do with this free time? I like sat there like dumbfounded. And she's like, you're going to be. And I was like, what yeah. does that mean? <laughs> so, so we created a being list, a nourishment list of like, you're going to go walk your dog. You're going to go take a bath. You're going to go call a friend. You're going to go spend some time with you, journal, whatever. We made a whole list. And I was sweating for the first month, but my income went from a thousand to 3000 in one month. And I was like, okay. That's probably because I was making offers, not because of this whole trusting and surrendering thing. So we did it again and my schedule got smaller and I had more free time. So I was like, okay, okay, take a bath. Okay. I don't like to take a bath. So we'll go play with the, I was literally checklisting <laughs> with being, and I didn't understand the concept of being, cause that was not what you did in life before the third, second month I ended up bringing in about 5,000, like 5,500. And then December was 6,500. And that was because I, I, it proved to me finally after three months that when you trust and you lean in and you really enjoy that front end process in this and building this business and just enjoying, I'm talking to people and I'm helping them making, I'm meeting people, telling them what to do, making offers. And I was doing this on, on a regular basis, but I was doing it on my time frame, and I was being it, it I surrendering to the results and all that stuff. And I was like, Oh, guess what? It gets to be easy. It doesn't have to be a struggle and a hard and a push. Yeah. And so from that point on, it just showed me that I get to have the freedom, but the freedom to be me and control my, and, and have that permission, like we mm -hmm. talked about earlier, the permission to be and the permission to enjoy life. And so now what I'm super passionate about is helping people create the, the life mm -hmm. of what they desire and fitting the success and money into it. Because right. I went guns a blazing the first way. Yes. We were taught like create the money, the success, and this. Mm. Well, I wasn't making any money trying to create the money and success. <laughs> when I learned to create the life and fit the money and success into it, then the money came. Well, so that the, being the, is so important. I, I wouldn't go to absolutely elaborate on that because you know I always say that before anybody is going to buy from you, they're going to buy you. And if you're busy doing, all they see is the doingness. When when they see you being, 
who you are, the light and the love and the passion of what you're doing, the buying the beingness, right? Mm, I love that. What you're doing, it's who you're being. I like who she is. I like what her message is. I hear it deeper because she's being it. We're mm-hmm. all doing and we're trying to get out of the doing and trying to be. Mm-hmm. When you step into the beingness and you are this unapologetically, if I don't fit into your, um, you know, into the mold that you want, then I'm perfectly okay with that. But I mm-hmm. am being me. Take me yes. or leave me. And if you feel me, right? and it isn't about seeing you per se, it's about feeling you. And then they're open and ready to receive you and all that you've got to give. And they'll absorb yes. it better. You know, people are so busy. I was a doer. I've been a people yep. pleaser and a doer all my life. You know, bending into a praxel, I got a huge big backache from it. And yet I was still doing to please everyone because mm-hmm. I thought that's what you had to do. And it was a mm-hmm. very long, audience journey for me to uh, trust in being who I was. And without yes. apology, and just people mm-hmm. will take you or leave you. It doesn't matter. Don't take it personally. You're just not their cup of tea, right? Yes. And but they want the beingness because the beingness is something where they feel I've got the authentic you, I've got the passion mm-hmm. of you, I've got mm-hmm. the the whole encompassing of why you're doing it of you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to absorb that so much better than if you're just telling me what to do rather than encouraging yes. me, the client, to be. Preach, my friend, preach. <laughs> <laughs> like I get goosebumps when, when this stuff comes up because, and I wrote down buying the being because mm. people are buying the being. Mm. I never heard it put that way. So I love that because I say feelers are buyers. Yes. And when they feel you and they know you and they trust yes. and like you, then they're going to want to be with you and they're going to want to have what it is that you have and what you create and all of that. And, and I, 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 there's so much, like, there's a lot of, um, face, let's just take a talk about Facebook, for example, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, I hate Facebook, this, that, da, 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 all the things. And I'm just using this example for me. Well, Facebook and started out, I built my six figure plus business for the first three years with no website or anything except Facebook and meeting people similar to the conversation we're having. And, um, but on Facebook, what I did was I created a digital diary. I just showed up. I showed up and did a live while walking my dog and talked about movement. I, I, I would, but a big, and then I, now I do my travels on Facebook and then I talk about my business. I talk about my ahas and like anything that like sparks that I'm like, Oh, I want to tell a friend this. I just show up and share it on Facebook and it's become this organic digital diary of who I am. And that for me was so easy. It wasn't something that was like, I have to do content. I need my content calendar. I need to have it very specific and I have it put up. No, it was just, I show up when I want to show up and share with the world. And that was my first aha of being in this marketing world. People think I got to market, I got to do this. I gotta... But if you're not being you and you're doing what other people are telling you to do. Then now you're just a part of everybody else. You know, how do people right. distinguish? Right? right? How do people choose? They want a connection. They want a connection. They want to, you know, the best thing you can do in any form of business is develop a relationship. And people get confused with what that is, is that when you're being, you know, encouraging them to be, there is a connection between you that, yes, Mm -hmm. you may do business, but at the same time, they consider you a friend in business. And that friendship is what will refer you and have them coming back to you 
and speak mm -hmm. highly of the experience of you. And, you know, yes, social media gets a bad rap, but we've got to remember it's an algorithm. What you put out is what's going to be received. If you're yes. putting out positive things, encouraging things and interacting with other people, <laughs> right? Not just like we're going in, making comments, sharing their posts. It, it is building a community of communicating and supporting mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. has proven over and over to me to be an amazing support when mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, when I, when I needed it. So we've got mm -hmm. to understand just because somebody's had a bad experience doesn't mean you have to have. It's yes. what are you feeding and what is people gobbling up from what you're feeding and it's what mm -hmm. they're going to be regurgitating back at you. And if you don't like it, it obviously something you've been feeding out there. So change your tactic, right? Yep. Absolutely. Like I, I joke around with people. I was like, in in person, do you just like touch their nose and say, like you <laughs> and walk away? Like, no, you actually have a conversation. Like imagine yourself just being like, boop, and walking away. No, like say something, conversate, be humans again. Look and at each just... other in the eyes. Hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the screen like has changed the dynamic of communication. And people forget that we're all humans in the end. Yeah. Like we're all like looking for connection, like you said, and we can create connection so many fabulous ways now. I I I watched the um you know, last just last night I watched the Beanie Baby movie, the one that tells about the 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 way that the the Beanie Babies the Beanie and yada yada. And, right. and they had this they had this like AOL, there's this new thing called American Online. Watch. Like <laughs> AOL just came out. And how like right the beginning of the internet and the beginning of all yes. these things and it fascinated me because I was like I forget I forget yes. how long we've had this 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 gift and it's and 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 what you like you said what we put into this gift is what we will get back yes um that's anything in life what you put into your relationship Absolutely. is what you will get back exactly exactly mm -hmm. do you want customers they're going to want to come back or they're going to refer you well give them the experience where they feel they had a touch of you, yes. right? That they felt that, that you were really genuine, you really cared because, you know, come on, we've all been through this. The perfect salesman, there's like a puppet here <laughs> saying all the right things and I'm going to make you six figures and da, 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 da. And you know, I call them grandstanders because you know that they've mastered the words and they mm -hmm. say it in a high pitch energy to raise your energy up. But mm. you know, they don't practice it. You know they don't mm -hmm. feel it, and you know that if they met you face-to-face, -face, they actually wouldn't know how to communicate with you where you're at, only lord over you with where they're at. Yes. They don't get on another person's map. No. That's what I call it. Yeah. Like, I'm here to get on your map. I want to know and feel you and how, what is it about what who I'm being can serve you. Yes. In the moment. And yes. Connect with you and be for you. And it's funny, isn't it? It's so funny. I don't know if you get this, but I get like a, like someone that I've met in, in, in the process. My whole business is built on people I've met since I started the business. I actually only have one or two people from my past life, if you want to call it, yeah. that have been in my business and worked with me. Um, and I say that proudly in the sense of I've become a person that has attracted. Yeah. I'm a different person than I was five years ago, a completely yeah. different person. Um, 
But when like, oh, see, I just lost my thought. I get so excited about this stuff. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It will all come back to you in a, in a jiffy. Um, it, you know, we were talking about the people that are great sellers. They're great motivators. But they give you a sugar high. Right? And, yeah. And when it comes down to you, in, and you get this in MLMs. And mm -hmm. I had a friend who was an MLM junkie and he used to haul me to them all the time. And I'm a true colors coach. And I say to them, they're not talking to that personality. They're not talking to that personality. They've got this mm -hmm. personality riled up and they're talking to that personality and everybody else is left in the, what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a drilling and sugar high. But when we actually sit down with someone and go, all I want to do is share why I'm passionate about this. All I want mm -hmm. to do is share why I feel this way, what this product mm -hmm. or what this service, what this has done for me. And if you mm -hmm. feel that it's something for you, then we can talk. Mm -hmm. right? And the whole thing about selling now isn't about you got to buy, right? right no. Sign up now. It's about this is why I bought. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, and okay, so I remember. <laughs> Sometimes I have to look in the sky. It's like somewhere yes. up there. Um, I, I'll, I'll have those conversations and, and I'll have those talks with people. And then we're, I consider you a friend of mine. And, it, and, and another thing, I've considered people who've spent time in any of my like free master classes, my free stuff. They're my client already. Like they're just decided that they're spending time with me, which is more valuable than money. And they're spending money with me eventually too. Like eventually people spend money with me too, invest money with me too. And so, um, but they, they go, they go, um, I didn't want to bother you. And I'm like, I, they wouldn't want to message me and ask me a question or something or share something with me. And I was like, you don't have to pay me to be my friend. Like, like right. we are now communicated. Yes. We're connected in this yes. world. And I want people to know that like, there's, there's so many different levels of these mm -hmm. connections and these journeys with these people. And, um, and I, 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 I'm I'm here to inspire that peace in the world of like we get to connect and we don't have to I don't know how to say it like like it's just real it's genuine and it's not and that wasn't me four years ago four or five years ago I was you know, the enneagram thing I, I I studied that a little bit and yeah. with the enneagram like I was a helper and I wanted to do everything for everybody but I always had an ulterior motive mm -hmm. of like what's it going to do for me what's it going to yeah. and I and I and I I burnt myself out on things because I wanted to. I wanted to serve, but I was serving because I, I didn't feel my love for myself. I didn't feel I was filling yes. holes for myself. And now when I have conversations with amazing humans like you, and I'm so blessed that, that I get to attract people like you in my life, I have these conversations and, and I want to fill you so much because my cup's already full. Yes. And if you also over. fill me, right. Yes. And if you also fill, if you also give me more, then I'll let it flow all over the place. Exactly. You know, if I also receive. Yes. yes. And it's so different than who I was five years ago. And, and I loved who I've always loved who I, I've been in my life, but I've never loved me. Fully. Yes. Like I've enjoyed the process, but I know how to, I know who I am now. And I want other people to feel the same feeling of like, I love who I am. You're like mean. I love when I wake You're up mean. in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I can wake up in the morning and go, if I passed away tomorrow for any reason, like I feel fulfilled. I feel in this place. And I do want, I do desire more and I want to impact more. Yeah. But when I lay my head on the pillow and I know I walk out of my RV because being a full-time nomad, I walk out in different atmospheres all the time. Yes. And I go, wow, this is my life. And I want others to feel the same. 
And the, all you're there to do is switch on the switches and show them how to do it, you know, how to be. What is your mm -hmm. beingness? You know, I call these the why shows. Why are you doing what you're doing? What was the driving mm -hmm. force to do what you're doing? Because when we understand our why, then we understand the hows and the what's and the everything else. But it's who do you want to be? Well, I want to be like so-and-so. No, so-and-so's taken. That person has inspired <laughs> yes. you. So-and-so's right? taken, yeah. So the inspiration begets the invitation. What they're doing is inviting you to see that same essence of that person within you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not, Absolutely. you know, we, we, we love pointing fingers. This is what's wrong with the world. You're what's wrong with the world. There's three pointing back at us and going, well, what are we doing about it? What's our responsibility? What's our accountability? You know, right. Exactly. So it is our happiness. Isn't anybody else's responsibility? It's ours. However, mm -hmm. there are people along the path when you take the blinkers off and you're willing to surrender, open up and be willing to receive that are going to help you along the way and push those buttons and show you how. To see happiness, yes. how to be yes, happy, how to step into beingness and do what you love to do because it is a part of you, mm -hmm. right? So Absolutely. you're not there to walk it for them. You're there to show them the path in front of them and to give them all the skills and tools they need in order to walk it. And then you're their cheerleader. Yep, absolutely. I am. I have the concept of radical responsibility for self that you yeah. just brought up is huge, yeah, I know. huge, I know. huge, huge. And, and, and I, and I think a lot, like, I don't think everybody's living in a victim mentality. I do think that, and I'm allergic to that mentality. Um, but there's a, there's a higher level of once you're out of that, there's also this radical responsibility for each thing that is reflected back. So when you feel resistance to somebody or something, it's like what inside of me, not them, but me, do I need to heal? Do I need to exactly. process? Exactly. Do I need mm. to contemplate? You know? Um, and yeah, through my, my three pillars of awaken, empower, and own, you just described them in your own words, which I love. We, I, I, once we awaken to what it is that we desire, cause I, I, I mean, a lot of, I think you probably do too. A lot of people that it's hard to vision. It's hard to see what's next. It's hard to see yeah. past what it is that the, the place that we've been in, whether it's because we've had a lot of like, you know, hard things go on in life, whether it's being in the same, th whatever it is that we've been programmed, but it's hard to see beyond this. So helping break that open and then empowering through boundaries and communication and things to really help stand in that ownership yeah. of self that you speak about and then owning who the heck you are unapologetically. Yes. Like, and that piece has been one of the, the, um, the pieces that when you said the three fingers, I love that you said that. Cause I'm always like, I was like, I can help you and I can help you and I can do this and for you and you and you. And this is what I did for years because I was avoiding these three fingers on myself. Right. Yes. I completely wanted to, I did not want to be with myself. I did not like being with myself. I hated being alone, like all this stuff. And when I finally put the spotlight back on me and took radical responsibility and I was a pretty happy person over the years, but mm. I was happy. Yes. Not happy. Yes. Not, so. not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely get where you're at because I have, you know, I've been doing this 11 and a half years and it's been the greatest therapy I've ever received. Right. And I've, I've listened to some stories of things that have happened to people that should never have happened to a human being. And you know, some of the things are just, how can another human, well, they're not, they're not, they're not a being. They're, mm -hmm. there's some sort of, human scum that have done this to them but it's who they mm -hmm. are today and one of the big things is 
they decided not to be the victim. They decided yes. to go through the processes of healing. They decided mm -hmm. to acknowledge their scars, not hide mm -hmm. them. They decided to empower themselves to say, I am not that victim. You have not won over me. I have triumphed. Mm -hmm. And and they are that beautiful illumination for someone else today. But do they go from A to Z just like that or downloadable app? No, they took the journey. <laughs> a lot of people think they can just download the an download app. app. You know? Yeah, it, it is a journey. And the more you immerse yourself in the journey, and yes, I promise you, it's going to hurt sometimes. There's going mm -hmm. to be some tears, but they're tears of release. There may be mm -hmm. some physical pain, but it's okay. As you go through the pain, it's like giving birth. I say it is an analogy to birthing yourself. And when I finally came out of my own womb, so to speak, <laughs> and I stood there and I go, okay, you are no longer your past. You're no longer mm -hmm. what's happened to you. You are now this blank state. Who is the essence of you, Sarah? And how mm -hmm. are you going to show up in the world? Yes. Like, and then the universe said, you're going to be a podcaster. What? <laughs> What's I love that? that. <laughs> Can you explain that? Yeah, exactly. And, and this awesome. is something I never would have thought of doing, but it, it and and still was a journey. Even when I was doing that, it's still that journey. Everything is a journey. You want don't want to be. Oh, I've arrived now. No, no, no. no. I, you know, it's. I yes, I've got to a stage in my life where I actually do want the home because now I'm a part of helping raise my grandkids and things like this so mm -hmm. I want the hub I want grandma's house but mm -hmm. I'm also the traveling grandma up with the suitcase yes. and off I go right which is great I've got that freedom to do that so it's not like oh I'm just because I've got a home it's my destination no that is my mm -hmm. sanctuary mm -hmm. because you talked mm -hmm. about being alone I know what it's like to be lonely in fact I've just written my memoir which comes out next month and my brother who edited because he's a literary master uh said there's a lot of loneliness in here and i said and i felt lonely through my life mm -hmm. on my own and with other people mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i no longer feel alone if people see me they see me if they don't they don't mm -hmm. i'm very happy to be with my own mm -hmm. company now and right no running from me <clears throat> right that's it right there that's true freedom yeah like that piece right there more than anything else that i can teach you in business and teach people in business or whatever when you are fully fully fulfilled when you're just with self and your higher power whatever yours is and just having that that time i i was i in a nutshell my mom passed when i was five my dad worked 90 hours a week and we had a big family but i was the baby of it and so i really had to learn how to do everything you wanted to yeah. eat you learned how to cook you wanted to do your laundry you did the laundry like everything was and there's a lot of alone time in that process and yes. when i realized that that alone time when the only time when i was in alone was when people were together for food so holidays yes. Yes. and then all of a sudden i was like oh food equals you know yes. so yes. then food became this thing the comfort and i think a lot of people can relate to that but that turned into a a eating disorder that ended up creating for 30 years of my life i hid this from every human in my life so when i, I talk about it people are like what mm -hmm. like you you were always so happy but i used the 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 binging side of things to really help and to to the loneliness to like you. to like comfort i'm not you. alone comfort yes. myself mm -hmm. and then i created the other half of it to the, the the purging of it to create to deal with my emotions like mm -hmm. the 
the anger and the all of the different emotions I had as a kid, like I never had anybody for an outlet. Yes. And so I realized that for that. But when I came to the point of wanting to, when my coach was like teaching me how to be and be in a, be alone, like that was scary because those two things got triggered when loneliness was there. And then we learned how to replace it. That was a survival mechanism for me. And thank God I had that mechanism because I, I became very successful in so many areas of being me yes. during the 30 years. But I, now I have a new way. I have a new way to manage my, like manage my emotions. Now I have a new, new um, story and, and tools and resources that I don't need this anymore. And I don't have to be defined by it either. The titles of things I got to tell, that's a whole nother podcast. Like we can talk about titles and what, like when people are diagnosed or this and that, and I'm like, you are not what someone tells you you are. Exactly. And, and, and you are what you believe you are and what you decide you are. And so in that moment, I, I truly love my alone time now. I get giddy. Like I'm actually alone all day tomorrow on Thanksgiving because my husband's working and my family's on the East Coast and I'm in Colorado now. And I'm cool with that. But I wasn't five years ago. I used to be like, if I had a day where I I wasn't going to be able to spend it, I'd be like, poor me. Like nobody loved me. (laughs) But now it's different. It's different. It's precious time. It's precious yes. time, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm one of these yes, people yes. would, because um, my daughter lives an hour and 40 away from me. So when I, I do that drive, I don't listen to music. I'm going over the mm-hmm. Malahat, the mountain, the beautiful water down before the mountains and the trees and everything else. I'm just letting the universe speak to me. I'm letting nature speak to me. And I'm having yes. a wonderful conversation uh, that isn't a dictation, you know? And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. allowing. The, the word I use a great deal is allow allow the universe to guide you, allow that wisdom to come through you. It will show you mm-hmm. how to use the knowledge, right? Let it ignite your heart into truth. Let it push your spirit through into action and let the mind know what the mind needs to know when the mind needs to know it, right? That is, And trust that. I'm trusting. It is that kind of knowingness. You don't need to validate, verify, justify, or anything. It just is. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my goodness, we could talk forever, couldn't we? (laughs) (laughs) It's such a relief to be in that justice too, because there is no second guessing, there is no but. It's just, Mm -hmm. okay, I understand. Next question is, Mm -hmm. what do I do with this now? Yes, yes. And that that I've been dabbling the last four years, and it's so funny because if you knew me five years ago, you'd never see me as someone who was meditating or doing an Akashic reading or Mm -hmm. doing these like things. The woo-woo is what we used to call it, right? I was in a very masculine industry. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. That's amazing because from my real world, (laughs) I, I, I was like, why did I not know this stuff earlier? I know. Cause I was in a very masculine world, five brothers, dad, restaurant industry. You understand? Like it was always male dominated. Mm -hmm. I was the only woman at a table of 17 people for like higher leadership positions whenever I was in it. And I'm like, this is not change. But long story short, I did this Akashic reading and this woman said to me, so your core is freedom and love and you all you have to do is walk in a room and that's it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. Just showing up in the room with people will change their lives. And I sat there and I was like, what? <laughs> like I didn't, it was hard for me to like, I know. I'm like, who is I was like, what you, I'm like, that's cocky, right? Like, that's yeah. like. And that, so it took me about a year and a half from that reading to like observe and, and observe. And it is, it's part of my human design. It's part of yes. who I am. Yes. And it's a way of like the, the, just, just being there. And I witnessed 
at a, the, the max level at a retreat I just ran. I ran my first retreat in April. Bravo. And I, I did eight, thank you. And it was 18 women. It sold out in 14 days. And I was just in shock. Like, this is like amazing. And I was so excited. And I was just, and I got there and I'm like, and I'm the type of person that if I do a talk, I have no bullet. I have one bullet point. I want, I know what I want them to walk away with, but that's it. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about really. No, no, <laughs> Like I have, me. right, right. Okay, cool. Good. good. Organic. <laughs> and then, and I, and I, if I try to, because for years I've been told I wasn't organized enough and you need yeah, to plan yeah, and yeah, yada, yeah. yada, but right. And I was always wrong for doing what was not my magic. Yeah. So now I understand it's my magic. And I stood there at the retreat and asked one question the first night and that led the whole thing. Yes. And everybody started like sharing and bonding. And, and I sat there and I was like, okay. Cause they were sharing some deep stuff mm. and some really serious stuff with each other that they had never told people before. And it just, and I was like, this is what she was talking about. And I own this like fully now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <clears throat> I, yeah. I mean, and, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm totally with you there because it's, um, in a, uh, uh, how prepared are you? Have you got this done? Da, da, da? And I'm not, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you mm-hmm. know about two colors, the four key personality traits, but I'm air and water. I've got to be yes. in flow, right? I yes. am not earth, you know, like some, for a lot of the time in my life, it was like walking on lava. I'll be tip, 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 tip over earth, you know, and these roots get away from me completely. But mm-hmm. I have a certain amount of rational logic of wanting to know more, wanting to know more, wanting to know more, that investigative nature in there. Uh, but I could not do this structured. And if you look at my office, it's chaos. But I live in that chaos. <laughs> that, that chaos welcome order to my rv out of, yeah <laughs> out of that chaos comes my order and if yes. i put things in order it's in chaos very quickly and it's not like i'm untidy it just seems to be that's the way i work so mm-hmm. don't go against the grain of how you work and like what you gave the gift of that time with that permission for everyone to unload mm-hmm. and be supported mm-hmm. in that unloading releasing something that mm-hmm. needed to be released because they felt safe to do so and look yes. at the healing that went on in there now if you had an agenda now we're going to do this at 10 o'clock and this at 12 o'clock and this at one o'clock and then people are back into the regimented thinking and they're not in the allowing to go with the flow mm-hmm. and take where the flow needs to go i'm mm, very yes. much a flower <laughs> yes 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 and we were at the beach too in outer banks so the flow was out our window like uh. we had like the yeah. ocean just flowing yes and and a bunch of the women like fully clothed went into the ocean and walked out they're like it's gone everything's gone all the <laughs> yes. stuff we talked Watched about it was yeah. funny. we just yeah. rinsed it off rise out of the ocean so it was yeah and and i and i helping others see what it is that we're talking about like see what it is that their their true gifts are what it is that they where their magic is like it's always i always laugh when it's I used to always get picked on as a kid for this, or I told to stop doing this. And I'm like, that's your magic. Yes. Like what, know, whatever you were told to like, don't be so loud or like, 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 don't be so emotional or don't be so. And and those things were things that make you who you are, your magic today. Did you, so bringing those back. did you have that wisdom, you know, to be able to say something to people that were quite profound and what they needed to say, but you, they look at you and go, well, you know, that came out of you so therefore it can't be valid but however it was very very apropos to what they needed to hear at the time 
Were you that kind of child? Yeah, and it usually comes through. I was the kind of kid that told stories and adult. Yes. So I've always been a storyteller, and yes. I, I found that that's part of my human design too. And yes. the storyteller is how I learn. I learned through experiences. So like history was not my jam. No. <clears throat> I had to experience something for it to be really like in my soul. And um, so everything was acting things out as a kid. Like I was a teacher. I was this. I was like a choreographer. I was a dancer. I was a singer. I was like, like whatever it was. And through experiences, and then I would share those. And that's when people would be like, I needed to hear that. And it was just an experience that I shared yes. that I had an impact. Yes. And that I must, yeah. So I've always that been that. Magic. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now imagine if and, that and, would and, be nurtured, right? You imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm very much for us looking at our children and the gift that they are, right? And nurturing that gift so they can travel in their life with that gift in mind and become who they're meant to be not have to mm-hmm. redefine or find themselves 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years later, but know who they are. And then the ex- exploration becomes uh, discovering what their gift is and how to use it to benefit mm-hmm. each other, mankind, right? And imagine what a world we would be in instead of having dysfunctional adults that have followed this dutiful path of expectation, especially society's expectation, which is completely screwed up. And now they feel lost <laughs> and they feel abandoned. They're not being themselves. And they're all on a journey to mm-hmm. find themselves in all the wrong places. And when they finally do, then they become the fruits on the tree that everybody wants to pick. But how about we do it when they're young? Can yeah, you I know. Young? <laughs> Lurture them along the way. Let that blossom tree. I mean, we... Yes, we do learn from struggle, but do we have to learn from suffering? Do you have to have Mm -hmm. suffering to understand the value of life? I don't believe so. I believe Mm -hmm. we do have to have struggle, but even when you're searching for passion and you've got the passion within you and the magic within you, you're still going to struggle in Mm -hmm. life to make it happen. So Mm -hmm. why do we, why have we become these people? No, you've got to suffer. (laughs) <laughs> you know? and it's like, yeah you gotta go both <laughs> <laughs> you gotta work hard and you gotta work well what is it my we joked around you have to go uphill both ways through the snow kill a bear <laughs> yes. for your notebook you know like <laughs> yeah it's just gotta be a struggle and i witnessed that my dad had his own construction company after mom passed he would run he was raising kids with running that and that would be 80 hours a week um, so I went and I witnessed his company go up and then bankrupt and then go up and then go bankrupt. And so, gosh, now that, you know, that's why I never went into the restaurant business in my own business. Cause I was like, well, I don't want to do this again. Yeah, you know? Exactly. That was scary. Um, and I will say as much as I, I will share when I share that I was like alone a lot and I, I didn't really have any like, you know, parental figure told my sophomore year of high school and all that stuff i mean they loved me perfume my dad yeah. loved me perfume he was just trying to survive like and keep yeah. the family of food and stuff like that my brothers are trying to run their lives and stuff um and i and i'm so grateful for the experience because it helped me become that like decision maker decision maker decision maker not worry about the results like i had to decide and whatever happened figure it out. i have to decide have to figure it out um but all the learnings along the way was it's going to be hard. It's going to yeah. be hard. Like just know it's going to be hard. And I was, and now I'm like, Oh no, this thing gets to be easy. Yes. Cause when you're in your gifts and you own yourself and you trust yourself and you trust the process and you, you learn these skills that we're all, we're talking about for this whole time. Yeah. It gets to flow. Yes. 
where it's meant to where, only, you say earlier, the, it's the flow where it's meant to go exactly please let it go and flow but mm-hmm. the the other thing attached to that that it's going to be hard is that are you worthy right mm. we're brought up <laughs> are you worthy right mm-hmm. uh, who do you think you are you know and our self-esteem of never believing mm-hmm. in ourselves because other people look at you and go well you can't amount to that you can't do that and what they're doing is they're speaking mm-hmm. to their own limitations, but they're imposing those limitations yes. on you, right? So, yep. you know, basically we have to shield ourselves and say, reflect back. You know, I used to do this with my husband when you got into an argument. You say, here's the mirror, take it out. Or, you know, this is the only person interested in this argument, right? And if he keeps kind of, <laughs> let it mirror back to the person. That is your discontent. Please don't impose it upon mm-hmm. me. And I think that's the thing mm-hmm. is when we're children, it's we're not encouraged to be everything we can be or explore right. all the opportunities of what we can be. You know, there's that expectation. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fit into that mold or that the desire of what they want you to be, then you feel less than. So I imagine mm-hmm. a lot of people that you're working with is them giving themselves permission to be who they are and, and to mm-hmm. value the gift of who they are. And you don't need mm-hmm. anybody else to value you. You need to value yourself first. Yes. Yes. It starts. It's an inside job. It's not. I remember going to my coach and being like, okay, teach me how to build a business you have. Like, give me all the strategy, do all the things. And she started, she giggled a little bit. And I was like, okay, I don't know why she's laughing at me, but okay. And <clears throat> I realized nine months in when I cried like a baby for nine months, <laughs> I literally, I was like, why? I, this is not what I signed up for, but I did. And she, and what I realized is that it was all of what you just explained. It's like, like giving myself permission and owning and healing and, and learning about myself and, and, and clearing out things that like the stories that I created to survive, like everything that we have created to this day to get us to where we are has, has served us in some way, good, bad, ugly. It has served us in some way. A parent does a thing. Yeah. And a parent does a certain thing because that's the way they learned how to love. That's the way they learned how to keep safe. You know, if they tell you you can't do something, it's because they don't think it's safe to be an artist, right? Mm-hmm. How many artists are told you can't make money that way? I have a client, when you were just talking, it reminded me of my most recent client that came on board, is that she, she's an artist and she hasn't done art in like 20 years because she's doing what she should be doing, got a yes. good job, got salary, got this. And so now we, she's cracking open and she's like cleared her studio and she's starting to paint and she wants to like, <clears throat> like we're designing like what the life looks like. And she shared it with her daughter. And here's the coolest part. Her daughter cried when she shared it with her because she was worried to share these things with her kids because then they would think, oh, mom's a man and she's because she's, they want to sell the house and go to an arts, arty, artsy area. And the kids were like, thank you for sharing. She goes, because you know what? I want to be an actress. And she's like, I've been holding back from really want going for what I want right. to do because I didn't want to disappoint you. Right. And she was like, <laughs> they both started crying. Yes. So releasing yourself helps your kids release themselves. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <clears throat> you know, giving yourself permission to be, right? Yeah. Gives permission to those that you love to be who they are or to at least take the journey in discovery of who they are. Right. Yes. And, you know, you, when you're a mum, they're going to see you always through the mother lens, right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily through the individual's lens. I think if my kids met me as a stranger, each one of them would have a different experience with me and see me in a different way. But I'm still mum. Mm-hmm. So I'm still seen as mum who does this, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily mm-hmm. Sarah. And I say, you really want to know who I am? Here, this is me. 
but I can't always yes. do that with them because it's still under the label of mum. And that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? It's mm-hmm. okay. But that I think is when we get to that point where I know who I am, what I'm doing, and enough people see me to appreciate what I'm doing and, and enjoy the service that I give, that we don't have to be who we are. We're not not being anything else, but we can channel different parts of ourselves to each individual yes. and, and work with them on their reflection of you. So we don't have to, well, you don't see me because that was always my problem. You don't see me. I'm trying to be who I am, but nobody sees me. And it's like they've mm-hmm. learned that they're going to see aspects of you. Uh, mm-hmm. you know certain parts of you and that's okay if they can't see the whole of you they're not ready or they never mm-hmm. will be but the, meet them where they're at right mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that's the important thing because when you when you give birth to yourself and you're in this beautiful growth of being who you are doing what you're doing because you are being what you're doing um, not everyone is going to see you and that is okay mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. will drop by the wayside right because it, you know mm-hmm. they're just not on that journey they're just oh some may come across you later and go wow and now I get it right oh, but most likely it's going to be you're going to have a new vibe tribe yes and, and absolutely. that vibe tribe is where you can <laughs> where you can dance and be completely freely be yourself and but it's don't worry about it if people just yes. don't completely get you it's the people that do you know is where you're at home and it's but always be yourself. Please never not be yourself. Yeah. Yes. Like that's a, that's the mic drop moment for all. I say, you know, it's when you own yourself, that's true freedom. Like when yes. you understand when you really, and then people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, that means like, again, unapologetically, like saying what you want to say, doing what you want to do, like following your following what you want to follow, regardless of, that's not the responsible thing to do that's not the safe thing to do you know and it's so interesting how the story that kept us safe as a child that our that we learned from our parents we take into our 50s and we still don't make the decision to go for what we want because we think we're going to lose love from our parents when you're when you do it your parents are like why wouldn't i love you like go for what you want to do you know like and that but that's the story that was created and when we peel back those stories and we like we 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 open up and we let ourselves truly be to what you said ourselves and, and our magic in the world, there's so much fun <laughs> that can be had. So I gotta say, there's so much fun, joy, love, peace, and again, there's so I'm not saying there's not all unicorns and rainbows. Like exactly. there's still challenges. Oh yes, yes. but there's there's. It's easier to go through those challenges. It's contentment to be who you are. You know, you're taking off that. Yeah. Gotta be, gotta be. No, no, no. Just, it's okay to be me. It's, girl, I gotta tell you how many voices, like, I had in my head. And when I finally got to that place, I'm like, it's so quiet up there. It's it's actually like, it's actually quieter. And I'm like, oh, this is so much more peaceful. Oh my God, is it? Yeah. I was recently in England visiting my sister who doesn't get what I do at all. Not a thing. Uh, And she, she once called me a do-gooder communist. (laughs) which is hilarious because she has no comprehension of it and she said I'm very proud of you and I go why because you know she doesn't get what I do she goes you're so at peace with yourself Mm -hmm. and I ah Mm -hmm. she doesn't need to understand what I'm doing she understands who I am 
I am at mm -hmm. peace with who I am, right? And mm -hmm. again, she'll, she'll never, ever listen to one of my shows. She'll, even the ones I do with my brother, who's an author, I interview him. But it's just not her comprehension. None of what we've talked about mm -hmm. today would register. None of it at all. <laughs> but the fact that she felt me, yeah. she didn't understand, yeah. she felt me, that means I am being true to who I am. Right? Mm, and, I love and, that. and when people feel comfortable with you, because they know they're being with you, not a facade of you, not an agenda of you, but just she's at peace and I want to be around that peace, right? It's, yes. uh, it's very, very rewarding in the sense that you know that the truth of you are being in yourself is being felt out because that's ultimately what we're looking mm -hmm. for, isn't it? That truth of mm -hmm. who you are. I feel you, girl, like on all <laughs> levels. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you're really, you're, you're, you're great at what you do because you are in your zone of genius and what you are meant to do. And it feels so good to be on a show with you. So, you so I want much. you to but know you, that. But Welcome. you know, you've stepped into who you are. You stopped doing and you started mm -hmm. being, and that's right. And you always have been doing this in everything you've done. All you've done now is extracted your your beingness and put it into a package that is helping people more directly rather than indirectly. Yes. So it's uh, if they didn't Absolutely. buy you, like when I heard you talk on, on the 262, immediately I'm in the chat there. I've got to interview you. <laughs> I don't interview everybody. I, I appreciate interview the that. people that, that I feel. I've got to feel you. Mm -hmm. All right. And when we oh, feel someone, we feel... I feel you. There's obviously a connection. What? What? Come on. What are we going to do? <laughs> you know right. Right. How are we going to like be together? Let's yes. Be together and, yes. and connect with each other. And you yeah. know, not not, yeah, not no, everybody may end up being a client, but they could end up being a friend or just somebody who's a cheerleader or somebody that's a referrer. You know, don't always look at everybody as that dollar sign is going to be a client, but just the benefits mm -hmm. of them just being somebody who believes in you may not need your service, but believes huge. in you, is huge. Not just huge. for you, but for all the people they send to you. Because you mm -hmm. now know, they know that these people are right for you because they feel mm -hmm. it, right? So feel it. Now, my darling, how do people get hold of you? What kind of courses have you got going on? When's your next retreat? All of that. Share, 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 please. <clears throat> okay. So like I mentioned earlier, you know, feel free. If you've heard me on this show, like message me on Facebook and just say hi. And we can be friends on there. You'll see my digital diary of everything from my nomad travels and my RV across the country to my business, my life, my dogs, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and you'll get the, when I'm having the day, you know, I post about that in a very like, uh, this is what I've learned from it way too. So yeah. I tell people too, like, <clears throat> if you really want to be impacted by what I do in the world, just hang out with me there. And then, you know, maybe we'll work into future programs together, like you had mentioned. Um, and then I have my website, Jackie Cote Coaching, where all the different um, podcasts and things that I do are on there. And and my programs are on there. But what I'm super, super excited about are two things. I have one-on-one -on -one coaching and I have group coaching, but I have a mastermind that um, I've run for a while now and it's been beautiful with the women that I have in there. And I'm actually adding to it and I'm so excited about it because two years ago in November, two years ago, I had hired like five different coaches at one point because I felt like I wasn't probably you know, in that I'm not enough and I need to know more to get to the next level and I need to have 
I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to. And I just still wasn't in full trust and embodying of who I am and what I bring to the world. Right. And, um, and they're all amazing. But the challenge was that one, I was putting a lot of money out the door and mm. two, they were all different points of view and I was hearing too many voices. Yes. And so I couldn't, I couldn't hear my own intuition and, and, I, and they weren't on the same page and support to all different views, which was amazing. And I love that, <clears throat> but I just, I, I couldn't hear myself. So for the last two years, I've been really mulling over, like wanting to create a container where people could get the support in wellness, financial technology, which I can't tell you how many really powerful women have been held back because of technology. Um, just a simple, simple technology. <clears throat> They've been super successful in their past productivity and confidence. And so me and five people that I've vetted for the last two years are going to be in my program. You get six different coaches, but we are working monthly on making sure we're supporting you in a really healthy manner. That is you, everything Sarah and I just talked about, but you getting to know what's aligned with you and owning with you. Now we're all going to have ways of being, but we all come from the mindset way. Um, When I love like my wellness coach, that's going to be in it. She's not about like, what do you eat and how do you move and this and that? No, she's about like getting back to your circadian natural rhythm of what you were born with in this world. And mm. I was like, Ooh, I love you <laughs> when I yes, met her. Yes. Um, so, so this container um, kicks off and right now, if anyone enrolls in this container before the end of the year, they actually get this year's prices, but it kicks off in January officially. And, um, and I'm just so excited because we're going to have seven touch points we're gonna have guest speakers coming in like all sorts of stuff so it's a really really exciting program for me um for that mastermind that's called the freedom creators mastermind so who come on don't you all want to become freedom creators of the life you truly (laughs) desire come on come on in the waters are great (laughs) right (laughs) so that's an extremely exciting one for me um and then I run um, master free master classes every month. So if you're in my world, you'll hear about my free master classes. They get posted in everywhere that I'm in, every whatever <laughs> places. Um, but that my one-on-one coaching and then my retreats. Oh my gosh! So my next retreat, Sarah, I can't tell you. I just came back from Tennessee, so I had one in Tennessee last week. It was amazing. The women and I, like we did, we we were like going to do business point what we talked about earlier. We just let it flow. And of course, mm. flow goes to the inner work of what's holding you yes. back. I, we all know what we need to do. We just don't do it because we're stuck in here and we need to get out of here and get into here. And so that's this, that's what this weekend brought out for us. Um, the next one's Montana. And I got to tell you, when I turned 50, this was a, two, a year and a half ago, <clears throat> when I turned 50, I was in Glacier National Park. And I remember standing there in this like spiritual, beautiful, gorgeous, magnificent place going, I know what I'm meant to do for the rest of my life. Like I'm here, I'm in it. I'm, I know who I am. And I was like, I got to bring women back here. So June of 2024, I'll be running a retreat in Montana and we're going to explore Glacier National Park. And then we're going to do everything and just stand in our, um, and let's see, I think that's, I think that's everything. (laughs) And I pop up stuff all the time. I pop up little things here there. so and also you, you've go got a, um, a free video training on intentional goal which people who come back to selfdiscoverywisdom.com and put in your yes. name jackie j-a-c-k-i-e cote c-o-t-e uh, her show will come up and you'll be able to get that free giveaway and of course your website is j-a-c-k-i-e c-o-t-e coaching c-o-a ching.com and on Facebook, Jackie J. Cote, and then Instagram, Jack, uh, Jackie Coche, Cote Coaching, 
LinkedIn, Jackie Cote, um, and of course you can email her as well. So it's uh, it's all there. And you know, I do these shows for Inspiration Begets Invitation. If you feel inspired by the show and Jackie today, which I don't see how you could not, uh, reach out because you know maybe it is one of these retreats that you you're needing to hear, or maybe you do need to just have this free video to kind of get engagement on it. Maybe we've sparked enough something inside of you today that you go, okay. What's next? What do I need to do next? I'm intrigued. What do I need to do next? And just have a quick chat with Jackie and to find out mm -hmm. where you can go next. You know, uh, whether you want to dip your toe in the waters or whether you want to jump right in. It doesn't matter what level, right? Right, right. And and yes, I, I think I shared the link, but I, everyone just gets a free call to sit with me and just chat about that. And if I don't think I'm the next ver part for you or what's your part of your what's next, I'll tell you. Like if yes. I think there's something different that would be a better fit, I have tons of people in my world that I will connect you with exactly. that'll get you the right place, the right thing you need for the right place and where you are in your journey. Yeah. I'm with the people in the right vibe, right? It's mm -hmm. finding that vibe. Yes, somebody exactly. that you can feel in flow with. Because really what we want to do is get you into flow. When you're into flow, you're getting yes. into know. You're allowing and and that permission to just be is is universal. And you just get out and explore. And that exploration of who you really are and what you're really here to do and how life is here supporting you is so exciting. And it's just waiting for you to open yes. the door. That's all. Yes. Oh, Jackie, you're going to have to come back again. This was delight. Let's do it. Come back again. Definitely. Most certainly. I've enjoyed every minute of this. And uh, I hope everybody else has felt off low uh, because we've been in, in it. And that's really what it's about, isn't it? Life is a rhythm. What's your rhythm? Find other rhythmic people around you. You don't want everybody to be in exactly the same rhythm. You want the orchestra. But you want everybody who knows how to play the same tune harmonically right but with their each mm. with their different instrument so you know kind of get into the flow folks and get into the know and just enjoy life life yes. is absolutely beautiful even in its difficult moments even in its yes. struggles it's beautiful because you understand this is worth struggling through right now because of where it's going to take me so therefore that's okay i've got this it isn't too much of a struggle right Mm -hmm. Just a challenge, mm -hmm. just a challenge. And we're up for the challenge because we know we're awesome. We're beautifully flawsome. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you have a swag shop yet with all your sayings? No. I think we <laughs> swagged up. I'm just saying, I think a product line is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on books right now. My book and then the anthology book of Raising Our Gifted Children. And then the next one is going to be Anthology with Coaches. And so, yes, it's it's books and education next. So got to take this love wisdom it. and stretch it out, <laughs> most certainly. Thank you so much, yes. Jackie. It's been fantastic having you here. Please, people, reach out, reach out, reach out, reach out. Even if you just go to her Facebook, right? Just go to her mm -hmm. Facebook and start following the feed. Start responding. Start communicating. Dip that toe in. Because mm -hmm. I promise you, you'll yes. have to immerse yourself into the waters. And when you do, ah, oh, does it feel good? It really does. Yes. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Oh, and yes, we've got to have you back on again. It'd be great to have you on in the new year. So to everyone else out there, remember you're a beautiful rhythm of life, just looking for your flow, looking for your meaningful purpose. And when you get out of your head and you trust your soul, heart, and spirit, and you allow someone like mm -hmm. Jackie that knows your fluidity, she'll show you how to get on your way. And that's where we want you folks, because you elevate us all. 
And when we're elevated, mm. we're in a world of love. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.